The following podcast is brought to you by Love Chatham, providing help for the homeless and hungry in the name of Jesus for those in and around Chatham County, North Carolina at chathamhomeless.org. Hey, welcome back. It's episode 203 of Amen, Brother Ben. This is the podcast that keeps you focused on God and acting like Jesus. My name is Pastor Ben. Thank you so much for joining us today. So this week we've been uh, we've been talking about the different ways that we can be desperately dependent on God. And one of the things I didn't touch on, and you may have even missed if you hadn't listened to the sermon, is why is this a desirable thing for us to want, right? We have just celebrated Independence Day, and the world tends to tell us we should be independent. We should rely on no one. Um, Ladies, y'all are getting that like hard and and often uh in in subliminal messages and direct messages the world is telling you especially like you don't need a man you don't need to rely on him you need to be an end all my ladies independent i'm sorry that was some of my college days coming back sorry but it's not just ladies everybody likes to think in our pride in our hubris that we are We are independent. We don't need anybody. That makes us feel good. It uh, simplifies things for us because we don't have to uh, make relationships with people that depend on others. A lot of times we are, um, you know, we we end up acting this way and and thinking this way because we don't, uh, we've been burnt in the past and we don't want to go down that road again. But scripture tells us God encourages us to be desperately dependent on him, that that we should rely on him for all sorts of things. So we've talked about how we should rely on God for, you know, the the, uh, the provision, the physical needs, right? The Bible's like, hey, why are you worried about where your next meal's coming from? Uh, you know, God God loves you. God's gonna take care of you if you give if you trust him. Doesn't mean you don't work, right? You got to work. Those that don't work, don't eat. That's what the Bible says as well. But that that you shouldn't be going to bed every night freaking out because you're unsure of the unknown and whether your physical needs are going to be covered. Or we talked uh, yesterday, me and uh, Deacon Richard uh, talked about uh, emotions and how it's very easy for you to uh, sort of uh, take back your emotions right? Refuse to surrender your feelings to God and saying, I can't help it. That's not what God wants either. He wants you to be dependent on him in your emotions too, your emotional health. Uh, but today I want to kind of tackle an obvious one. Well, I say it's obvious. It's obvious to maybe you and maybe me, but maybe not. Um, one of the things that I've noticed, uh, which stops a lot of quote fingers, Christians from actually being saved. Yeah, I said it. Not, not just because you call yourself a Christian, just because you show up at church, just because you know Bible verses doesn't mean you're saved. Um, because where we're putting our faith is not actually in God, right? Uh, Acts 4.12 tells us there's salvation in no one else. God has given no other name under heaven 
by which we must be saved. There is a conventional wisdom, and I've heard it from people that that are smart. I've heard it from people that ain't so smart. I've heard it from all different ages, shapes, sizes, and backgrounds that if they are just a good person, that they're going to put their hope and their faith on them being a good person and doing more, more good than bad. I don't know how that's how the scales tip, how you keep up with that. At what percentage are you good? And what percentage are you in trouble? I don't know. They never talk through that and never explain that. They just say, that I'm, I'm just going to be a good person and I'm going to, uh, as the old country song says, working hard to get to heaven. But the Bible is clear that there is no, there is no salvation elsewhere, right? Jesus says it himself in John 14, no one comes to the father except through me. I'm the way, the truth, the life. This is how it's to, to be done. And this is not something we earn. It's, it's important. We talk often about how uh, your salvation cannot be earned by works. We are not a, a, a belief system that is upheld by work. We do good works. We hope that you do good works as a fruit of your salvation, but that does not get you saved. Ephesians 2 verse 9 says salvation uh, is not a reward for the good things you have done. It says, for it is by grace you've been saved through faith. And not from yourselves. This is a gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast about it, right? So it doesn't matter how good you are. It doesn't matter if you're a philanthropist that pours millions of dollars into good causes. It doesn't matter if you never cheat, you always pay your taxes, you never say a dirty word. That is not good enough. And so we, we cannot depend on our own selves and our own actions for the salvation of our soul. A lot of people don't like to think about that, right? But again, I'm trying to, I'm trying to look at the, the different parts of our life. I've looked at the physical things. Okay, we're looking at the emotional things. But there is a, and to each and every person that is made in the image of God, we have a, uh, we have a soul. We have a part of ourselves that recognizes and connects with our creator in some way. And that is the, that is the part of us that is eternal because our emotions may fade. Our physical needs will fall away. We all die, but our soul is eternal. And that is what needs saving. So look, do I want you to do good stuff? Absolutely. Do I want you to live right and take care of people and do good deeds for show, right? Please do that, but do that as an outpouring, as a, as a, oh, I don't know, like a, uh, not proof. Cause I don't think you necessarily have to prove it to people, but you know, do that as an outworking of the salvation that has already been given to you as a gift. And so if you are thinking right now that you are going to attend church in your way into heaven, to give money into heaven, feeding hungry people and housing homeless people your way into heaven, that all of these things that you think you're going to do are going to get you to where you need to be in a right relationship with your creator and your heavenly father. Abandon that because that is not where your hope is. We have to be desperately, you, you, there are no independent uh, children of God in his kingdom, Right. If you are a child of God, by nature, you are dependent on him. So when you are adopted into the family, you're giving up a lot of your independence. You're saying, I know my way is not working. 
I know I am flawed. I know I sin. And, and because of that, that has put me at odds with my heavenly father. Right. And so if you, so by nature, when you get saved, if you've been saved, you are no longer independent. You may be independent of your parents. You may be independent as a country. We may be independent as a country. We are not independent of us, of our sovereign God. By the way, even if you're lost, you're not independent. You think you are. God's still in control. So why not willfully, gladly, worshipfully give up your independence, embrace a dependence on a God that knows what's good for you, that, that always does good, right? That loves you more than you know and loves you more than anything else in this world. And so, again, we, we I know you've been hurt. I know that the last time you depended on someone, maybe it was a spouse, maybe it was a brother, maybe it was a friend, maybe it was a coworker, and it screwed you, right? It, it really came back to bite you in the butt. But God is not like that, and we can depend on him for everything, especially our eternal salvation. Do not let your hangups in these other areas stop you from putting your dependence on God to save your soul. Because there's one or two places. It's heaven or hell. It's, it's hard to get around that. You read the Bible. Those are the one, one or two eternal destinations. And I would rather put my dependence on God to make him and, and our relationship right again through his son, Jesus. So if you have any questions about how that works, what does that mean? Maybe you're like, I don't even know if I'm saved. I would love, love, love to talk to you about it. Amenben.com is the website. Um, you can also email me, pastorben at lovesiler.com. And uh, I would love to talk to you more about it. Leave a voice message, too, on the website at amenben.com.